This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by Reddit user writing to Tingle. The title of this story is Wife's Friend Needs a Place to Stay, Part 2. <laughs> Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. Can you go open the back gate for Simone? She's almost here. Robin's voice got higher in pitch as the sentence progressed. Got it, I said, and I headed towards the back door, taking the opportunity as I walked past my wife to give her ass a little playful grab as I passed behind her. She rewarded me with a smile over her shoulder but didn't stop rinsing the dish in the sink. I opened the gate just as Simone was pulling into the alley. I stepped out in the alley and did my best impression of an over-enthusiastic aircraft marshaller directing a jumbo jet to park. For that, I got a little smile and a you nerd out her open window as she turned into the driveway. Robin had made her way outside now, the oldest daughter in her shadow. And Simone stopped her car abruptly, hopped out, and tackled her with a hug, nearly knocking her off her feet. I smiled and then turned my attention to her girls in the back seat while the moms did their thing. Hey, ladies, long drive. I listened attentively as the four-year-old and two-year-old sisters talked over each other. Something about a bridge and how they don't like pineapples anymore. Context has never been more important than when you jump in the middle of a stream of thought of a preschooler. Without it, I could only smile and nod and help them out of their car seats. We all spent the remainder of that afternoon getting her car unpacked, setting them up in the basement, and watching the girls play. It was clear that they all missed each other, especially considering this was the first child contact they all had since we made that same drive from Texas to Virginia. A grill was lit. Beers were passed around, burgers and hot dogs were eaten, and the children bathed, read to, and tucked in. I came downstairs first, having successfully cracked the combination for tonight on how to get my three-year-old to fall asleep. Robin was much, much better at it than I was, but I was learning. As hard as I tried, though, I just wasn't mom. She was still working on the one-year-old in our room. I picked up some toys, and when I was satisfied I wouldn't be asked what have you been doing this whole time. I plonked myself down on the couch. Simone came up the stairs from the basement not long after that. She was still wearing the ring t-shirt she had on earlier that day but had changed into flannel pajama pants. As she started up the last couple of steps, she was reaching behind her head putting her straight brown hair in a ponytail and looking down at the stairs in front of her. I couldn't help but take her in. Her figure was similar to Robin's but packaged Latina style. My eyes followed her tanned arms from the back of her head to her chest. I could just make out the outline of her breasts on the sides of her silhouette. Was she not wearing a bra? I don't think I'd ever seen her in pajama mode. Her raised arms had pulled her shirt up enough to see her flat stomach and belly button above the waist and of the pajama pants. The drawstrings hung untied, swinging from side to side as she went up the stairs, teasing me with what I knew was behind them. Her hips filled the pants in a sexy curve, and it wasn't until the curves gave way towards her knees before the fabric could drape freely again. Hey, she said and my eyes darted to meet hers. I'd been caught checking her out, for sure. You get Maddie down. Yeah, not too much of a fight at all tonight. I think she got plenty of exercise today. It's nice having your girls here. They play a lot better than their boring all dad. Same, it's been too long, she said as she sat down on the couch. She was sitting in the elbow of the sectional, exactly where I had imagined her pulling Robin's head into her pussy. And that fact didn't go unnoticed by me. I felt a twitch in my pants in response. I was erect enough that standing up would require some shifting. Why yes, I'd love a glass of wine, Nate. Thanks for asking. A mischievous smile accompanied the not-so-subtle hint. I stood up, 
aware that the shorts I had on were not going to hide the erection underneath. I tried to turn toward the kitchen as I stood up, and to arrange my penis with my hand as I did so. But I could see in my peripheral vision that she noticed, and she let out a little nervous cough and looked down at her phone. I came back with her glass of wine, handed it to her, and sat down again. Thank you, she said slightly musically, and she folded her legs in front of her, pulling the second ankle up on top of her other calf in what was certainly a yoga pose I didn't know the name of. I could hear Robin coming down the stairs behind us. My knees would leave this city if I tried to sit like that, I said. Not so flexible, eh, Nate? I mean, I'm not trying to brag, but I can usually reach my feet to tie my shoes unassisted. Robin sat on the couch by Simone, shot her right leg up vertically beside her, hooking her right arm around it, and pointed her toes. She was on the drill team in high school, and somehow never lost the flexibility. We are sitting flexibly. Now, is that what we are doing? Damn, girl. How far back can you get your legs? Simone asked, by myself. This is about it. But push my ankle. Simone turned toward her, sat on her feet, and pushed Robin's foot while Robin worked her head in front of her leg folding herself even more. Simone's lower back was now peeking out from under her shirt, and her pajama pants had shifted down just enough that I could see the top of a black lace. Something. Looking to Robin, I was thankful for yoga pants. What a beautiful thing yoga pants are. I looked from her foot, followed the curve of her calf to her knee, and the curve of her thigh to her pelvis, spread wide enough that I could make out the outline of her ass cheek underneath and the diamond-shaped seam in the crotch of the yoga pants. She was busy giggling and trying to lean even farther into her own leg, and Simone was laughing and leaning forward to push, showing even more of her lower back to me. I picked up my beer from the end table, turned with an exaggerated motion on the couch to square up to the show I was being presented with, and leaned forward a bit, doing everything I could think of with my body language to say you have my full attention. Speaking of flexible, I started, not really knowing where I was going with that but it was out there now. Huh? Robin blurted. As she unfolded herself, dropped the vertical leg down behind Simone on the couch and patted her other leg to indicate to Simone that it would make a great place to lay her head. Simone spun and laid on her back, resting her head on my wife's thigh. Laying on her back, I could now confirm she wasn't wearing a bra. Her tits relaxed to either side and her nipples pushed her shirt out to telegraph their presence. I sure missed you guys, she sighed. Us, too, Robin replied. Glad you're here and she started playing with Simone's hair. Simone closed her eyes and let out her breath. I may have to duck out on you guys early tonight. I'm exhausted, but don't stop with the hair. And she wiggled her head a bit. I bet you are. Not long after, Simone said goodnight and disappeared downstairs. Robin and I cleaned up a bit, and then went upstairs ourselves. Robin was standing at the sink putting some lotion on her face. I stepped behind her, and put my hands on her hips. Through the mirror, she looked at me and smiled. She finished with the lotion and reached behind her, grabbing my half-erection through my shorts. I saw you, she said, looking over her shoulder and down to indicate she wasn't talking to me directly. You enjoyed the show, huh? Her hand gave me a quick little stroke, and then she went back to her routine. I uh, yeah, I said. I wasn't quite sure what to say. Can I ask you something? Of course. Does it ever bother you that I used to date women? Like, I know you're fine with it ethically. I just mean does it ever bother you that I, your wife? Dated girls. No, honey. Of course not. You sure? I worry sometimes I'm too touchy or close with my friends, and you get jealous. No, not at all. I trust you completely. And? I hesitated. In what? She beckoned. Uh, I don't know. It feels different. I can't explain it. I don't fully understand it myself, but for some reason, 
I just don't think. Don't think what? It drove Robin nuts when I couldn't get my thoughts together. Especially when she was looking for reassurance. Okay, I'll just say what I'm thinking. But keep in mind I haven't fully explored it. But here it is. I don't think it would bother me to know you were having sex with a woman. Interesting. She sang a bit. I appreciated the light-hearted cadence of this remark. Have you thought about me having sex with someone else? I have a wife who I know has fucked women. If spank banks have top 10 lists, the thought of you pleasuring another woman occupies at least 5 slots. Yeah. She beamed. Why didn't I know this? I'm not usually super eager to share what's in my spank bank with the mother of my children. I laughed. Filthy stuff in there. Eh. You know. No, not really. Actually. I hope that's not disappointing. Mostly just either memories of times we have fucked in real life. And the thought of you eating someone out or having that favor returned. Sometimes I'm fucking you while you're eating someone out. I realized I went from not sharing my spank bank to giving half of it up pretty quickly. But it felt safe now. I had tested the waters, and they were warm. You want to fuck me while I eat someone out? She turned to face me and wrapped her arms around my neck as she said it, smiling up at me. I'm just saying it's in my fantasies. I don't know what is and isn't something I'd actually want to do in reality. That's the nice thing about fantasies. I can make you do whatever you want. No consequences. Hum. She sighed. She had started rocking back and forth a bit, and now we were basically slow dancing in the bathroom. My hands were on her waist and I felt the waistband of her yoga shorts under my hands. I shuffled them to get under the waistband, feeling her hot skin underneath and sliding them to the small of her back. That's pretty hot, honey. She bit her lip. Yeah, yeah, hot enough to ride me on the beanbag chair. Nope, I'm tired. With that, she yanked the waistband of my boxers down around my fully hard cock, bent down, taking it as far as she could in her mouth, then backing off of it with a loud half-pop, half-slurp sound as she stood back up. You should take a shower, jerk off, and come to bed. And she walked past me into the hall, wiggling her ass and looking playfully over her shoulder at me as she did. I fucking love you, I said. Yeah, you do. I laughed a little and shook my head. I love you too, she said, poking her head back in the bathroom doorway and then vanishing to the bedroom. In the shower, I pictured Robin on her back on the couch this time, legs spread wide and Simone's face attending to her labia. Simone was still wearing the flannel pajama pants and was lying prone on the couch, the flannel disappearing into her gorgeous ass. The shirt was riding up her back again, showing her tan, toned waist, and the top of her lace panties. Simone had two fingers in Robin, pressing up rhythmically in her vagina, as Robin gyrated her pelvis to give her the speed she wanted. The ponytail I watched Simone put up was bobbing with the rhythm of her licking, a little signpost of what was going on on the other side. The imagery did the trick, and I orgasmed, sending strands of semen into the tub in hard, satisfying pulses. I dried off, climbed in bed, spooned my already sleeping wife, and fell fast asleep.